This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yo, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden, part of the CBS Sports podcast network man the name says it all if you're rocking with us make sure you leave us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts, and now you can leave us a five-star rating also on spotify as well or if you're checking us out on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get alert of all our great content right away pat pat p let's get right to our show let's go Yes, I know the season is over, but we still will provide you with a school check-in for our faithful Minnesota Viking listeners and viewers. Get this, Pat P. So last week, we had a we had a candid conversation, me and my guy talking about free agency already, would he like to return to Minnesota, how... How was it? The organization, Pat P, had nothing but good things to say about the organization. And get this, Pat P, we're going to show you some gratitude right now. I don't know if you know this, but on YouTube, we had a lot of comments coming in. People listened to our episode, and they had a lot of positive things to say about you and hopefully returning to the organization. So get this. We don't know who the head coach going to be just yet. We don't know who the GM going to be. But we know ownership is still intact. We know the powers that be. Hopefully they check us out. Hopefully they don't. Y'all should check us out. But get this, the fans love Pat P. So first comment on YouTube, Pat P. This is coming from Karen McDonald. Would absolutely love P2 to come back. We keep a healthier D-line next season. The opportunities will be forced P2's way. It will be a yum-yum time on those picks. Enjoy your vacation, and hopefully we see you in purple and gold next season. Thank you. McDonald. Now, next one's coming from Leon Iron Moccasin. Most definitely want Pat P back. I love his personality, very well-spoken. He seems like he's a cool dude. I know the weather sucks, but it's worth it, P. Have a fun, relaxing vacation. Get your mind off football and collect yourself Put uh, put this fluke season behind us. Rejuvenate, come back, and get it all next season. Thanks, Pat, Pete, and B-Max. Cool. All right? Spoon Kid Fan Club. Lock him into retirement. They said they won't lock you into retirement. Then maybe afterwards, pull him into a coaching job, please. I don't know if, I don't know if Pat won't coach. He won't play golf. No, I ain't but coaching. You ain't coaching, yeah. I need no. at least one more season so I can get my jersey still. Man, Justin. Uh, my dream would be for the Vikings to resign Pat Pete and then draft Sauce Gardner and Stingley at 12. Ooh. Sean Fisher said, I would love to see Pat Pete back with the Vikings. We need his leadership in his game. Still one of the top corners in the league. Pat P, I know you were not aware of some of the comments from YouTube, but thoughts on some of the feedback that you heard just there, just then from some of the fans that would love to have you back in purple and gold. Man, that just goes to show what I've just been saying all along, man. Just yeah. the, the fans, the the you know, just 
the excitement that they have, the appreciation that they have for their fan, uh, for their players. Um, yeah, man, and I love it here too, man. You know, just just every everything about it. You know, although it is a little cold, but you know, I'm not in it for the most part. Play two games out of the year in it. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's it's something that's very doable for me, and I got to enjoy the city, got to know my way around a little bit more as the year went on. But yeah, I enjoyed everything about it, and as much as you guys will want me back. I wouldn't mind coming back. How about finishing your career in Minnesota? Would you, because I know you say you want to play another four to five years. Would that be something you would entertain? Um, You know, that's somewhere down the line. You know, a lot can happen, in, you know, within those, you know, four to five years, you know. So we'll have to wait and see when that when that decision comes, when that decision has to be made. Yep. Um, um, so, um, yeah, we'll see. Well, fans. My guy, he loves Minnesota, even though it's cold. He got snow <laughs> tires on his vehicle, so he's okay. So we're going to see what happens. But eventually, Pat P's going to be on vacation, and we're going to throw in Has Pat Heard, and no. he probably won't hear nothing because oh. he's on vacation. But we're going to see. Get this, though, Pat P, and other news. The All-Pro team came out last week. Mm-hmm. There was a significant snub on the All-Pro list. Your teammate, Justin Jefferson, snub from the All-Pro team. First team wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel. Justin made second team. I mean, the top three guys are all prolific like guys, but clearly you can yep. make an argument for Justin Jefferson. But hearing that Justin made second team All-Pro, how much will that motivate Jettas next season, you think? I think it'll motivate him a ton, man. Um, I think he's going to continue to make him hungry. He's always, always been a hungry kid, you know, so I don't think the hunger is going to change. I just think, you know, it's just going to make, you know, him want, I guess it could be a, a kind of hunger, but mm-hmm. I, it's going to make him, you know, want to prove himself even more. You know what I mean? Although he had 108 receptions for 1,600 yards. You know, um, and I think too, man. I don't know what it is. I'm telling you, I'm not knocking the, the the voters. What you got? It's I'm t- it's the teams who's in the playoffs. That's on all pro teams every year for the most part. You Look said that. You, you said that weeks ago too, Pat. I'm telling you, man. Like Debo Samuel's, he he did have a great year. I ain't saying that he did. Seventy seven receptions for fourteen hundred. That's big. Sixteen. Uh, six touchdowns, three. Uh, what he had, three hundred sixty-five yard rush, rush eight, yeah, rush touchdowns. I mean, so that's that's arguably that that's big time too. You yeah. know what I mean? For him, they gonna have to come up with a, a with a utility player or something because for he's my not man, just a wide receiver, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? At, 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 and at the end of the day, you know, you're looking at you know what 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 guys did as a as a receiver as catching the ball. You know, yeah. I believe. The rushing touchdowns, I gave him a little bit of an edge. You know, the way he's utilized and, you know, that that offense um, put him over the edge a little bit. But, you know, I definitely, definitely think, you know, Justin was stuck from being um, an all-pro for sure. Yeah, yeah. But clearly he's all-pro in all of you guys' heart and mind that love the Minnesota Vikings because he's one of the best up-and-coming wide receivers in the National Football League. And other news. Of course, every day that goes by, there will be a new name associated with the Minnesota Vikings when it comes to the head coaching vacancy. 
and the GM vacancy. There are some names that have been thrown out, Pat P, listeners and viewers, for both the head coach and the GM. Throw out a list of potential head coach, head coaching options for the Minnesota Vikings. Ty Bowles, the Buccaneers, D.C., Jonathan Gannon, Eagles defensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Green Bay Packers, uh, offensive coordinator. I heard that interview has been completed. Kellen Moore, I don't know how hot his name is based on what we saw with the Cowboys in that last play, uh, the run, and then trying to spike the ball. But his name is on the list. Kevin O'Connell, Rams offensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, the D.C. for the Cowboys, and D'Amico Ryans, former NFL player, former Alabama great, San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator. I already know the name that sticks out to you is Todd Bowles. I already know. I already know. I already know Bozy. I already know Bozy sticks out to you. But there's is there any other name that may sticks out to stick out to you on this list that I just read? Uh, I like you got D'Amico. Jonathan Gannon, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, D'Amico was a intriguing D'Amico. name. Yeah. Um. I probably say D'Amico is very intriguing to me. Dan Quinn, you know, uh, I thought was was big time. It, it, it's just gonna go. It's gonna depend on what you know, what direction they want to go, offense or defense. You know, I know. I think they won't go offense, Pat P. Yeah, I think they go offense. They gonna go offense. What the last, what last two coaches was defensive coaches, if I'm not mistaken. Who was the head coach before Zimmer? I'm drawing a blank. God, it wasn't. It wasn't Childress. It was uh, Leslie it, Frazier. Yeah, Frazier. Frazier, two defensive coaches. Deep, uh, they're going offense. Yeah, they're going offense. So fans, would you want defense? Would you want offense? I think they're going offense, Pappy. Yeah. And I think, and I think honestly, you know, I, I like I like Kevin. You know, I had an op- op- opportunity to play against him, you know, what eight times, you know, mm-hmm. over there um in that division. But a name who I think they need to look into, um, it's Byron Leftwich, man. Be left, no question. I think I think Byron has a uh, should have a legitimate shot. You know, I don't due know to- why Be Left name is not on this list. Yeah, Byron, I just saw- Byron, and you know what you said last week, Pat, that hit home. The piece is already there. The pieces, yes. Wide receivers, running back, Irv Smith, who missed the entire season last year, come back motivated. Offensive Gotta- line, man. yeah. Yeah, get the offensive line structure in place. It's not like the cupboard is bare at the quarterback position. You still got Kirk Cousins, who yeah. had a real good year. And B-Left, like, and another name, too, I'm surprised, Eric Bieniemy. Remember, he coached yes. in Minnesota from 06 to 2010, if I'm not mistaken, or 2012. Uh, he he used to coach in Minnesota as a running back coach. So, yeah, uh, the, the, that those are two names that I'm surprised, but I agree with you. I think the direction will be offensive. Off, if it will be an offensive-minded coach, Leslie Frazier defense, Zimmer defense. I think they're going to change it to the course of what they've done in the years past, and hopefully the fans will be okay with that. But I think they will go offensive-minded. But we're going to wait and see. Every day is a day closer to getting the new head coach in Minnesota and the new GM in Minnesota. I know fans can't wait to see exactly what happened because the offense is ready. Keep the defense healthy. Keep some key people in place, a la Pat Peterson. You got a playoff caliber team right now on paper. Just got to get the people in place to run the team the right way. Let's see what happens. Now it's time for Around the League. It's Wild Card Week Recap. 
All right, so Pat P. Wild card week recap. Entertaining slate of ball games in the playoffs. Let's talk about real briefly the 49ers beating the Cowboys. Who is the most to blame for the last second debacle for the Dallas Cowboys? And oh, by the way, I've never seen so many fans crying in the stadium. I thought Michael Jackson showed up or something. (laughs) Them Cowboy fans, that loss hit home, Pat P. Boy, I thought MJ showed up, boy. Pat P, that <laughs> loss hit home, Pat P. Them people were boohoo crying, man. This was the year for the Cowboys. It, it was every year the year for the Cowboys, man. You know that. Yeah, yeah. just like Nick fans. <laughs> every year is their year. Well, anyway, Mac, you know, I didn't even watch, you know, I only watched maybe the last three minutes of that game. So I can't tell you exactly who was to blame. I remember watching it because I, 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 uh, I was with the kids. The wife was on um, a vacation with her friends. Yeah. You know, so I was busy with the kids for the most part th- throughout th- uh, throughout that day. But I remember early on in the game, I think it was like maybe like 17 nothing or something like that. I was like, oh, man, what the heck's mm-hmm. going on? They jumped out. It was like 10, 13 nothing, something like that. Yeah. yeah, then I started watching the movie with the girls. Then I turned the game back on. And I think it was like eight minutes ago, they got the pick. I can't remember who got the pick, and Dallas uh, Dak ended up scoring with the quarterback keeper uh, with the mm-hmm. scramble. And then it came down to the last minute play to the drive. Oh, the play calling, first of all, was just a little bit suspect. For one, um, I thought they they could have been, you know, they could have they, they should have called, you know, they should have put them in a they, they should have put themselves in a better situation to be able to stop the clock mm-hmm. versus. You know, putting it, you know, putting it in the refs' hands. You know, coming down to what what was it when they ran the ball? With like eight it, seconds. It was like it was like eh, like nine, eh, nine fourteen seconds. It was fourteen seconds. 14, fourteen seconds. You know, why risk? You know that play with that. You know that amount of time. Uh, you know, clicking off, uh, ticking top. I mean, yep. ticking off the clock. So I just think the play calling in that situation was uh, a little bit suspect. You know, um, so situational football was definitely um, they was not on their point, uh, not on their P's and Q's on that. Um, looking at the uh, rushing yards, Ezekiel only Ezekiel Early only having 31 rushing yards. You know, the receivers really didn't come to play. Don't seem like C.D. Lamb only having 21 yards. Mark Cooper, mm-hmm. six for four. Um, you know, it just it just seemed like they was out of, out of sync looking at the stats. You know, what I mean, because. You know, I wasn't able to to watch the whole game, but uh, the play calling coming down to uh, d- down to the um, down to the wire ultimately hurt them for you know giving them a, another shot of trying to put the ball in the end zone. Yeah, and you know, Kellen Moore is the OC for the Cowboys. He's a guy that potentially could get an opportunity to be the Minnesota Vikings head coach. But I wasn't a fan of that play call either. And long story short, the 49ers, just 49ers, the Cowboys. They played physical football, ran down their throat, and pressured with four men that Prescott for four quarters. That's what San Francisco do. In other news in the National Football League regarding playoff weekend, the Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, you tweeted about, uh, text each other about that game. We were both high on Cincinnati. They beat the Raiders 26 to 19. Uh, did you hear the, uh, about the whistle controversy? I did. What was your thoughts about that? <laughs> man, the, first the, one, the phantom whistle. Yeah, man. First of all, the, 
The whistle, I mean, the guy was nowhere near. You talking about with the Joe Joe Burrow play, right? Yeah, with Tyler Boyd yeah. touchdown. Yeah, it was nowhere near out of bounds. And I don't oh, know. yeah, exactly. I don't know who called. Yeah, I agree. But and as of the go ahead, pass my bad. And I don't know which you know official blew the whistle, but they was dead wrong for that for sure. Exactly. And as a defender, yes. If I hit a whistle. You know, it's going to shock me for a moment because I'm like, damn, why the hell am I hearing a whistle? You know what I mean? So I, I might pause for a second. Um, but I don't know what I would have done in that moment. You know, Ben, <laughs> honestly, you know, I don't know what I would have done. Because as a player, when you hear a whistle, you be like, are right, you going to naturally yeah. stop? You're going to slow at, up. Right. Like, you're going to, you know, naturally pause or, like, give up at a moment. Uh, at yeah. Point. But, yeah, um, that was – that was a crazy situation then. Man, I've been involved in some games like that before, man. Some inverted whistles and... I mean, I think what we need, though, like, I know, I think the league needs to to make sure refs don't constantly have these mistakes. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about the refs. Please yeah. do. I mean, what they need to do, though, is create a union for the refs and have these guys like really, because at the end of the day, these guys, I know they might study the game. Yeah. They might study the game and do all this other stuff, but they have regular jobs, nine to fives. Mm -hmm. They Sundays. So they need to put these guys through classes or, uh, you know, something throughout the week. So to where they still, so they can practice up on their skills. Cause these guys are low. These guys are, you know, bus drivers or whatever the case may be when they're not referees yeah. so they still need to have they still need to be doing something to make sure they're sharp on their on, on their uh sharp yeah. on their views because their reaction times that's key for them so they gotta and, make sure up on that and another thing too as a referee scoring plays plays are all reviewable and any questionable play is reviewable right so and that's what they say anytime it's a fumble don't blow the play dead yeah just let it and in that situation, if you're kind of in the gray area, don't blow it. If he scores a touchdown, you, you know it's going to be reviewed. If he completes the pass for a first down, you know it will be reviewed. Or the coach can challenge it. Right. That's the thing. And like you said, we don't know if the DB would have actually made a play on the ball or not. But as a DB, when you hear the whistle, you're going to pull up. You're going to pull up a little bit. But in all, Sissy benefited from the play they're going on to the next round there were some blowouts also in the playoffs the bills whew, 47 to 17 against the patriots the chiefs 42 21 steelers buccaneers uh 31 eagles now it's time to recap our our first round picks in wild card weekend pat p you went three and two in wild card weekend i went one and four i had a hard oh boy my parlay didn't hit I took Buffalo, I took Cincy, and I took Kansas City, Pitt under, and I took the Cowboys. So yeah. all in all, I had a horrible weekend. But it's time to bounce back. Who time you got, bounce. Pat P? 49ers uh, traveling to Lambeau. All right, man. Oh, man. Whoo. I'm going to go, damn, it's going to be, it's a tough one, man. This really is. But I'm going to go with the upset. Who? You take it, same fan. 
I'm going to go San Fran. San Fran, I don't know what it is, but they got A-Rod's number. They do. <laughs> they, and now, hopefully, Bosa is healthy because he went out of the ball game against the Cowboys. So hopefully he's healthy. I can tell you this much. I don't know who the radio man is for San Fran, that, <laughs> but I want to hold the radio. You see the radio with the big radio, the, the radio, Pat P, when they come out the locker room. Locker room. That's the, that's the strength coach. That's one of that's the strength. That's the strength coach with yeah. the radio? With the yeah. boom box? Uh-huh. And the they be playing their own music? Man, they had that Kodak, that Super Gremlin playing against Cowboys. Man, that's a cool little gig right there. You the radio man, come by, get the boys yeah. fired up. So yeah. you taking the upset. I think I'm taking San Fran. Now, now, okay, so for me, betting-wise, the line is five and a half. Over under is 47. <sighs> Which way I'm going to go? Now get this, Pat P. Now, I'm going to just throw this stat out to you. I know you're already taking the upset. The Packers are 8-0 at home this season. The only undefeated team at home. You don't care. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm taking the under in this ball game. It might be the hottest team in football right now, bro. It might be. Right now. I'm going to take the under. I'm taking the 47 and a half. I'm going under. My betting. Okay. Bills, Chiefs, who you got? Oh, uh, that's going to be a firework game. <laughs> no question. That's supposed to be an AFC championship game right there. Yes, sir. But I'm going to go I'm gonna go Bills, finally getting over the hump. Oh, you taking the up? Oh, you take another upset, Bills. I'm taking the Chiefs. Chiefs laying two points, over under is 55. Give me the spread. I like the Chiefs in that matchup. All right? Then you got Cincinnati and the Titans. All right, it's about time for the who that. Bengals. Who they? That's what they call them. Who they is the Saints. Yeah, who they? Who they? My bad. Who they? Bengals. Hold on. Before you make your pick, the Bengals are 0-7 all time. I know. And on the road in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. And that's why I'm going to say this is the time that Joe Cool Burrow and Jamar Chase. Oh, you taking LSU. Yes, sir. I got to take the boys, man. You saw right. them boys last week, man? They first time in the playoff together? Them boys lit it up, didn't it? I'm taking Tennessee, giving three and a half. That King Henry probably be back. Yeah. Lord King have Henry. mercy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want no problems. I don't care if he ain't got two good wheels. If he got one and a half, you don't want no problems. So give me Tennessee. Now, okay, listeners and viewers, going we're not, we're just, you going all underdogs. God dang it, you went all in though. So listeners and viewers, we're not including Tampa because we're recording this Monday. We don't know exactly who they be playing yet. So that's our picks for this upcoming weekend of playoff action. Can't wait to see exactly what's in store. And let's see if my picks come in this time because I don't like losing. That's it for this episode. Thanks to everyone for listening and watching. We'll be back again Thursday where you can expect all things to be covered. Peace. Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 